Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Hey, boring business owners, and welcome to the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast, where we help your message get seen in that cluttered newsfeed. Got a question for you today. Have you ever thought, you know, what is the hardest part about being a business owner? What is the hardest part about being a parent? What is the hardest part about being married? Well, it's not what you think it is. And in fact, we're going to share with you the answer to that today on today's podcast. We're talking with Melissa over at Insure the Heroes Life Insurance, and I'm fairly positive that the hardest thing that anyone ever is going to have to deal with in their life is their inevitable mortality, and there's nothing people want to talk about less than their death and insurance, but this is the barrier Melissa has to face every single day when she is marketing life insurance to people who are trying to make things a little bit easier for their families in the event of their untimely and inevitable passing. Melissa is a Florida native who travels with her Coast Guard husband. She adores her three-year-old pup Fritz and spending as much time with her husband as the Coast Guard will allow her to. She has over 15 years of experience helping consumers choose the best life insurance protection for their and their family's needs. And as a military spouse, she is dedicated to delivering world-class service to her customers. She helps military families, past and present, parents, and business owners secure affordable term life insurance coverage. And as an independent life insurance broker, Melissa offers plans from some of the most top-rated companies that are out there. Before we dive into this week's podcast, I want to hand the mic over to Ben, who's going to give you this week's marketing buzzword. Hello, boring business owners. It's Ben Roberts again from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast. Now, this week's buzzword that we're going to try and dissect is something called humanization. Huge word, something that people are talking about all the time, especially in an age of so much technology, automation, and AI. And what we want to talk about in terms of humanization, so when you hear this term, you want to think about it's actually not just about replacing the people in your business with technology. It's about using that technology in order to, instead of have two opposing forces, but try and create interlocking forces. By that, I mean using AI to help you drive decisions in terms of social media, in using enhanced algorithms to be able to make more informed choices, to enable you to target your adverts better. Don't think about these new technologies as a way of replacing what you've already got. Think about them in a way of being able to enhance what you already got. Humanization isn't about saying no to new technology. It's about being able to integrate it properly. Because when technology is implemented far too quickly, people make mistakes. For example, we'll use chatbots. People that started implementing chatbots really quickly to try and improve the customer experience, but actually found because they weren't configured properly and they rushed them and they didn't, they tried to do everything through a chatbot instead of trying to blend it with the human element, they found that their customer experience was ended up lacking and they were further behind than they started off. 
when you think about humanization, think about how you can blend humans with technology. Some things will eventually move over to all technology, some things will remain human. But really think about blending of the technologies and not opposing them. Thank you very much for listening. I'll let you get back on with the podcast. I'll be back next week with another marketing buzzword. Goodbye. Thank you so much for that, Ben. It was always fantastic. All right, guys, let's dive into how Melissa over at Ensure the Heroes Life Insurance Agency markets her business so that you guys can hopefully market your business just a little bit better, too. Hey, Melissa, welcome to the show. Hi, Desiree. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Like always, let's just dive right on into this. Tell us about your boring business. All right. So <laughs> I'm so boring that I help people protect their home front with life insurance. God forbid they pass away prematurely, which is very often a morbid topic. Yeah, I have to be honest. The idea, I, I'm 33. And so mm-hmm. the idea of like life insurance is really <laughs> like, that's a future adult right. Desiree problem. I'm never going to die. Kind exactly. Of thing. Exactly. You don't <laughs> need it, right? You know, why would you buy something you don't need? And it's a very tough, um, tough thing to get people to think about, you know, because the problem is nobody knows <laughs> when they're going to need it. No, you don't. And it's always this like, oh, I wish I had it kind of a thing. I'm sure mm-hmm. when someone, unfortunately, in your weakest, most vulnerable and sad moment, you're also being faced with this like, financial traumatic financial burden yeah Uh exactly absolutely and like people don't like to think about things I've realized that just even in my personal and professional life like I'm pretty much a doer but if I don't understand or like something I will avoid it subconsciously (laughs) now you're a military spouse too right I am yes I'm a coach spouse so we deal with this in like a totally different way mm-hmm. because our husbands deploy. Mm-hmm. And so there's always that day that they come home and hand you a stack of papers <laughs> and they're like, if I die, here's right. everything you need. And you're just like, like, please don't tell me that because <laughs> it's not bad enough. You're leaving right. me for right. six right. months alone. Yeah. You're but going this weird place. I have kind of dangerous, you know. Yeah. Um, for me, as a co-sea spouse, that isn't a huge risk, uh, but it's still a risk. It's still definitely there, um, depending on you know what you do in the Coast Guard, um, you know. And so I do have a strong appreciation for the spouses of other branches because they base that on a, a really you know big level throughout their whole journey as a military spouse. So it could be, you know, initially, uh, you know, right after boot camp, they married their spouse and they're going somewhere dangerous, or it could be a year or two, five years in. And so it's like a, a you know, a roller coaster. Um, and so deployment and military life in general is definitely a uh, trigger point to be looking into life insurance. Yes. And, you know, we, our, our husbands have it kind of like by default, they have like a built-in life insurance, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're, right. and we're actually in the process of separating from the airports. Right. And oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that we've had to factor into our budget mm-hmm. is one of those like super adult things, which is life yep. insurance mm-hmm. because transition there's this, yeah there's this whole like for, for those of you that know with military there's like two ways that you look at military pay one is mm-hmm. you get a paycheck and that's what you make and that's usually mm-hmm. not very much money when you look <laughs> at it like on paper right but when you, you look at it from like all of the benefits that you get health care like, <laughs> yeah you're full you're 100 medical coverage mm-hmm. and then also your housing mm-hmm. allowance you're given but yeah. also life insurance mm-hmm. your husband or our, our military spouses have 
full like full life insurance. It's basically and they have more. I wouldn't say full. I'm gonna correct you, and that's okay. No, <laughs> uh, they have a lot more than most people would at their employers. Yeah, and then you are, and then like we as spouses can be a part of theirs too. For yeah. an addition. So it's one of those things right. that you know when we're getting yeah. out, we've had to factor into like, okay, how much money do you actually make? Right. So. I guess yeah and so I'm I mean I know guys that we're talking about like nitty-gritty insurance personal stuff but yeah so so this is something that like we deal with on a regular basis Melissa deals with on a daily basis as it's her job but you know and also this like coast guard life that she has military spouse life so I'm curious what is it that you do to market your business like how are you able to get people to like take the blinders off and the earmuffs off and listen to their mortality? Yeah, that's a great question. And probably something I've been thinking about for like the past three years <laughs> as I'm going, you know, out on my own. So I, you know, have worked for other brokers for life insurance. Um, I've worked in the industry insurance as a whole for like 15 years. And so the, this past three years has been a journey for me to go out completely on my own and be an independent life insurance brokerage. I'm the owner. I'm the only operating agent. So, and I'm also the person that's in charge of everything, like my social media. <laughs> so I love that, you know, your services are so valuable to, to one, one, one to two people, businesses, you know, it's like huge. Um, so I've been uh, tasked and or burdened with <laughs> figuring out how to get customers in general um, and then how to take a boring topic like insurance, anything, let alone life insurance, the, the product that's not required at all. Nobody's forcing you to buy it um, in very rare situations that happens to get people excited enough to put it on their to-do list and actually hang with the process, you know? So um, some of the things I've done is um, definitely, I would say like coming back to the name of my company, Insure the Heroes. Um, Insure the Heroes is not just for military. So that's my primary target customer, I guess you would say, are you know military families, so not so much service members. Uh, definitely service members in some regard, but military spouses and veterans um, really need help with their life insurance. And so, yes, that's a military affiliation. But anybody who owns life insurance is a hero to their family because they took that time, <laughs> you know, to put it into place. God forbid their family's ever going to need it. That is a huge thing. Their family will appreciate. God forbid they pass away. You know. So the name of my company coming to fruition, I try to um, do social media marketing that um, ties in that hero concept. (laughs) Uh, Doing videos has been really fun and challenging, Uh, making it very short, short and sweet and fun. If I could give you some little tip in a very upbeat way and put myself on camera, you know, I feel like that goes a lot further than calling you over and over and over again and email. That's how people sell life insurance. That's how they've done it. Uh, you know, there's lots of blogs or resources and that's definitely something I'm doing with a lot of other agents that I know are not quite doing video and they may not, and they may never need to or want to or whatever. I just really want to lead in that aspect because, you know, when somebody can see you, it makes it a lot better. And I'm going to stop rambling here for a second and then just end with, you know, insurance used to be sold face to face. And that's been an industry problem and shake up for the past 10 years or so. <laughs> you know, State Farm, nobody's going in the office anymore until you're, unless you're like in Podunk Town. Um, it's all online. It's all over the phone. And so you really lose that human connection and you where you can trust the person that you're talking to, where you can set aside the time uh, to get the information that you need because it can't, I don't care what Geico says, <laughs> you can't really get it done in 15 minutes. 
you know, I don't know if that's okay for your podcast if you need to. No, do it. You, <laughs> really say, you, you speak your <laughs> truth here. You speak your truth. But it's like, oh yeah, you know, it all comes 15 minutes. All right, see how far you get with that. <laughs> what kind of quality insurance product are you going to get in 15 minutes? It, it's possible to move that process along. I worked for another large company and, and I was the top on their team in regards to sales and customer service. But my call time was always the highest. And I always got talked to about it. And my average call time was 13 minutes. Okay. I feel like it's a pretty good, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good number if you're required to talk to people about life insurance and then also handle all their billing issues. And, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, it, it's one of those things that I think video really helps break that barrier and makes it a little bit more fun. So where is it that you're putting your videos? Like how are people consuming this really time consuming, really vulnerable process? Cause I do this and I do this. <laughs> I do it three times a week. Totally get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, where are you doing it? And like, how have you worked through the process to make mm-hmm. it successful for you? It's not quite successful yet, I would say. And, but that's probably cause I'm a perfectionist. But I have made huge strides. Um, I've realized that video is not easy for a lot of people. And so much so people aren't even starting yet. Um, you know, learning the sound, learning the editing. I'm a one-person <laughs> show. I don't feel like handing that editing off to somebody because I want to be in control of the messaging. You know, So uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll offload that or whatever. But um, I have been putting videos on Facebook, short ones. And this month I'm actually doing It's Life Insurance Awareness Month for September. So you may have seen there's some some interviews that I've done that are fairly long. Uh, but what I found interesting is I went ahead and took, you know, all those and put them on LinkedIn. I only did a few so far. But the one I put on LinkedIn, like there was a retired army guy that messaged me like right afterwards. I was like, that was really informative. Thank you. You know, I'm transferring after 25 years. I was like, wow, like it's a 30 minute video. <laughs> I don't know if he watched it all, but he's. It was enough for him to stop and message you. And I know LinkedIn is a better platform for that. But to me, in general, social media is so fast. So I felt like that was a good, a good win. Yeah. It's what one win at a time, right? Like how you build that. Na- that spider. Yeah, I'm there. trying to go to YouTube. Like it's going to get there. <laughs> I, I, I like on, on like the record, like for how I've been doing my videos. So at the time of this recording, I've been doing video marketing for 13 months. Oh, and, nice. And you're rocking so it. You're so I do three <laughs> videos a week. I mm-hmm. also upload my podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll just have the podcast. And it, and it is slow. And it the is. thing that's so hard with people with marketing, so especially, especially us boring business owners, because I do yeah. feel like social media is a boring business too, because it's, it's a it's yeah. oversaturated. It's oversaturated. Yeah. There's just a lot right. of people who talk right. about it. Right. And Absolutely. And so it's hard to know who to listen to, who to trust with so many people doing it. It's yeah. hard, to, hard to stand out. And a lot of businesses don't really want to deal with it or they're not, they're nowhere near the level of information that we know. So you start talking to them and they're like over their, their eyes were like, what? Like I got work to do. Yeah. So it's like a very <laughs> slow, long process, but because of how I am doing my videos, you know, my, my views and my subscribers mm-hmm. on my channel has been like going up a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've, 
And I've been getting really great search engine optimization traction from it because I take right. videos yeah. from YouTube and I turn them into a right. blog and they're on my website. Exactly. And, so, and they stay on your website longer. Yes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that SEO factor okay. that helps is really right. helpful. So like, that's how I am seeing the return on investment back on myself yeah, because of that time. So it, it, mm-hmm. if you are going to go to video guys, just know yeah. that it is 100%, not a sprint. It's, I mean, no. we all have those like dreams of being yeah. the like, um, what is it? The sexy dentist, <laughs> my feelings video, yeah, I don't know, but, you know, that guy, like that guy really lucked out and like, he's got a really popular thing. He's gone like on Steve Harvey and stuff. And yeah. The majority of us will not have that kind yeah. of yeah. viral success. Yeah. So just know but that it's really the attraction, you know, and I think like for me, my industry is sales. Yes, I'm helping people. But at the end of the day, I get paid nothing for all my efforts until I actually sell a policy. And I don't actually get that commission for sometimes three to six months. People think like I only sell terms. So I'm like, you know, not trying to make it big here. But it's, it's a long process. So, um, you know, in sales, anything sales, you need to think about your conversion, even, even what you do, you know what I mean? From the time that you're getting a potential lead, you know, is that converting and whatever? And like video can can um, totally take that higher, you know? So even though you may not be reaching a lot of people, you can potentially capture more of the people that you're reaching. And that's huge. Yeah. So video guys. I talk about all the time, everywhere I go, do it. Yeah. Stop being afraid of your face because it's a great face. It's the only face you can beautiful. <laughs> yes. You know, you're going to sound stupid and you're going to mess up. It doesn't matter. People like that. Yeah. You know, people would prefer it. So when it comes to your marketing, like what have you done just flat out horribly wrong <laughs> for your business? Oh my God. I, I would say that I overthought a lot of it not necessarily totally like really bad but you know the analysis paralysis you start getting in you know in tune with some of this marketing stuff online and you analyze the crap out of it you know <laughs> um and so uh i actually would for the longest time not execute things because i was over analyzing it and then i was surprised by the level of fear that came up with that so i was like what's really going on Melissa? Like, why don't you why aren't you really putting this out there so it was a big learning lesson um and then also making goals that weren't really realistic so i'd be like writing out calendars like left and right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do this you know what I mean? and then you like you're feeling defeated in a way and it is good to shoot for higher, you know, you'll ultimately accomplish more, but don't do it to a point where you're not going to feel good about yourself. You know what I mean? You're like putting this pressure on yourself that isn't really necessary. You can do things very slowly. Um, and so just kind of, I would give anybody advice to kind of look at, you know, what are you going to decide on that you're going to implement? What, what are the tools that you need? Put it on your calendar you know, make sure that calendar is a little bit flexible for if you, you know, get a little behind or whatever, maybe you can add some more one day, um, but make it realistic. Don't try to fill it all at once and think that you're going to actually get a ton of things because <laughs> you will feel defeated. Yes. So what is like the best thing that's like ever happened with your online marketing or just your marketing efforts in general? Um, I would say the best thing is the immense amount of progress that I've made uh, you know, 
even though it's been slow, it's huge. Like the tools and the stuff that I know now, my husband tells me all the time, like he was probably a skeptic earlier, but I would keep involved with him. Hey, is this even worse? Like my time and effort and, you know, any cash that we're putting into this and all that jazz, like I want his opinion. <laughs> He's very much a skeptic. He is not a social person like online or in person. <laughs> um, so like for him to, to grow with me in that process and tell me, I do not want you to quit this. This is going in the right direction. It's really huge. Um, so I, I would think that that would be a big, you know, a big win. Um, so yeah, just learning all of this stuff. This is really great information that I can take with me as a military spouse, as a moving military spouse to basically accomplish anything I wanted. That's how I feel. Like it's been so difficult to learn all of this. Um, even though I'm 34, I'm a millennial, I understand tech stuff. I understand social tools, but there's just so much of it. Sometimes I'm like, why do I have to do this? Like, why can't I just sell life insurance, you know? But it's, it's, you know, I have so many tools now to do other things if I ever wanted to. Do you think that like you've run into like, there's just so much, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel like it's like, there's so oh, many yeah. platforms. There's so many things. Everyone, all these, yeah. like, these online Almost experts. Every couple them. months, they're weak. <laughs> there's so, so much everyone wants you to do all the yeah. time. And you get oh. conflicting information. And, the, and what I realized is that there is no one way. And then I started hearing some other people say that too in and, and some podcasts and, and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So then you just have to decide. But it's like being new to it. Like I came into it 2015. I know that was new one of your questions. And it's like, you start getting all this information and you're like, well, which one should I do? Which one's actually going to work? Like if people knew that they would, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't need to have all this information out there. Again, I run into the exact same thing. <laughs> I am a social media marketer. And I was like, um, where yeah. did I spend my time? Right. Like I just had yeah. to really, I had, you just have to really sit and think it's like, where is your avatar spending yeah. their time? Right. And I had to think like the people that I work with, the yes. You, you guys, you boring businesses, where do my boring businesses spend their time? Well, a lot of right. times they're working in their business mm -hmm. um, right. versus working on their business, right. Googling a lot. They're trying to figure yeah. out answers to things. Right. And so I was like, I finally just, and then I, I read this really great book called blog like a boss. Yeah. This was like the right time. I was like, okay, I know it's hard. Mm -hmm. I know it's time consuming and I know it's pricey because I, yeah. and, and especially because I pay my editor to make yeah. it because and ultimately you always have a cost to your tools. And yeah. And so I had to be like, I'm going to do YouTube. Like that's where right. I, I do mm -hmm. my stuff. So people will be like, I, my stuff goes to Facebook and Twitter and yeah, all that stuff, like where I spend my time and where I put my focus and attention is in YouTube. Right. Like that mm -hmm. is what works for my business. And that's what you have to ask yourself. What will work for my avatar Right. For my business. And I think right. that that's what you ultimately have to pick. Yeah. And, you know, I have um, some life. I started in the online world in 2015, leaving um, Gerber Life Insurance. And we were transferring through to Key West. And uh, I was like, oh, I found this thing called a blog. Like, I didn't know what a blog was until 2015. That's crazy, right? <laughs> so I was like, ooh. And then I realized, like, they were doing life insurance blogs really successful and had been for a while. Ended up getting like a B school scholarship. <laughs> I don't know if you know what that is, Marie Forleo. Like I, I uh, ended up getting that in our contest for 2016, and that was huge. And um, being a part of Kayla Roof's Academy, like all that stuff, just helps you, you know, really get it all together. But at the end of the day, you have to choose. 
And I know these, the whole point with that was these life insurance agents are like, what are you doing this video? Melissa? You know what I mean? I'm like, it's cool. I don't know. I, it's my journey. You know, I got to figure it out. Like maybe it will plateau and never work. I personally don't believe that for my niche and I've gotten referrals and I'm writing policies and still slow, you know, but uh, the biggest win to tie that, you know, in this, uh, one of your other questions that you were asking me is I've been able to help my niche <laughs> along with other, you know, regular consumers, but definitely my military niche with some amazing life insurance solutions. Like they had problems and I fixed them and I got them coverage. And that at the end of the day is always going to be my biggest win. That's what makes me go, Oh my God. Okay. All of this crap (laughs) that I have to learn and do social media, like, and you know, the business compliance and like all of it is really a lot. But then when that comes about, it's like, I helped that family. (laughs) They they thought they weren't going to be eligible and they hit a roadblock or they were just super confused and like how to fit it in their budget, you know, and it's just so, it's so rewarding. That's so so great. Well, I am going, I think that's a good way for us to wrap up. I've always in my podcast with this question and I want to know what is your favorite quote that our listeners can use to inspire them to go out and make marketing greatness. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to piggyback and use, uh, obviously it's not my quote, but it's Marie Florleo. I don't know if any of you guys know her, um, but everything is figure outable. Uh, that's something like her, you should Google that. Um, <laughs> maybe you should do a blog post on it or a video yourself. I don't know. Um, but her mom, you know, would say that to her. And so it's definitely something that helped her go through a lot of the things in her business. I will say that, um, I believe that. And I, I uh, really feel like Google's there. All the tools are there. Plus you have to be wise in a sense to know, even though you could figure it out on your own, if you're in a place, you know, whether it's financially or I guess I'm saying more like emotionally, like if you can delegate and you can hire a social media marketer or an assistant or whatever it is, it's a plug for you. <laughs> That's all right. Um, but really, I mean, anything, it doesn't even have to be social media marketing. It, yeah, you sure, you could figure it all out on your own. And maybe you do that for a little bit. But if you can find a way to have some people in your corner, it's definitely a good idea. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Definitely. <laughs> yes, definitely. Guys. If you need to hire, hire yeah. that out because you get, you will get stuck in that loop of working yeah. in your business versus working on yeah. your business. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I'm the biggest advocate for this. The moment I let go of doing work, yeah. my business has done nothing but gone up. So yeah. And I'm getting and everything. It. I love that quote, <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> but it, it's, you know, you realize you hit that point where you're like, I can grow. I'm ready. I'm ready to grow. I'm sitting up here on my computer, but um, so yeah. Yes. And I love your quote about how everything is fixable. I always say to my kids, work the problem. It's a good one to end up. Okay. How can people find you, Melissa? Well, you can go to insuretheheroes.com. So that is my website where you've got a lot of um, valuable, easy to follow life insurance information. I am also primarily on Facebook. Uh, you can check out my Pinterest and YouTube, but they're not quite in the works. <laughs> uh, but you should still follow them anyway. But yeah, primarily I'd say my website, insuretheheroes.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure to include the link that in our show notes. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Melissa, I really appreciate it. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, guys, I will see you soon. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast was presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.